0: Luke chapter nine, verses 46 through 62. Now, an argument arose among them, the apostles, as to which of them was the greatest. But Jesus, knowing the reasoning of their hearts, took a child and put him by his side and said to them, whoever receives this child in my name receives me and whoever receives him who sent me. For he who is least among you all is the one who is great.
1: John answered, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he does not follow with us. But Jesus said to him, Do not stop him, for the one who is not against you is for you.
0: When the, when the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent his messengers ahead of him, who went and entered a village of the Samaritans to make preparations for him. But the people did not receive him
1: But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord. But let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit
0: for the kingdom of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, Barrett, here we are. What we just read in the ESV is split into four headings. Yep. And uh, it's kind of, there's an interesting thread that goes through these, which yep. is basically uh, the rashness of people. So, yeah, particularly his disciples. Yeah, so we see right. like, you know, argument about who's the greatest. Um, we see, you know, them trying to stop someone casting out demons in Jesus' name you know, the, them trying to, like, destroy the Samaritan village that reject, rejected Jesus. Yep. And then, you know, these people who want to follow Jesus but have some things to do first, and he uh, has some hard sayings. So what do you make of, you know, this kind of seemingly disjointed but still connected thread of, of stories?
1: Yeah, so I, I I read an interesting book a few years back called The Upside-Down Kingdom, mm. And I I think it described really well and it goes through passages like this. It goes through passages like the Sermon on the Mount and it just shows how, you know, the kingdom values of the kingdom of God are oftentimes different and oftentimes completely opposite or upside down from, you know, the, the kingdoms of this world. Yeah. And so I, I think we have here, you know, Jesus kind of explaining what the upside down kingdom, looks like. And then the disciples who are, are just, uh, kind of doing what it, it comes instinctively to them, yeah, responding to these type situations. And so, you know, an argument arose among them as to which of them was the greatest. Uh, I mean, that's like a typical thing. And, and I mean, you and I don't sit around well and be like, no, I'm greater. No, I'm greater. But like, you know there's this whole like flex culture thing mm, or whatever that we talk yeah yeah i know you have Yeah, and uh, so i mean guys are always trying like maybe guys do this more than women i don't know maybe women do it too but it's like always trying to flex with each other and like we we find these subtle ways of like showing who's greater than than someone else and so yeah. we're not looking to other people to try to serve them or try to consider you know their needs or or you know ways that we can be a, a blessing to them or or whatever we're we're kind of like sizing them up and it's like oh, I, I mean I, I think i'm i think i'm better than him or like i'm smarter than him or you know or these guys or whoever and so I, I think we we end up doing this in not such a blatant way it sounds like they were sitting there just simply arguing about who's the greatest yeah, yeah. and so jesus kind of turns it upside down and he you know he grabs a child and Mm. he like puts this child in front of them Mm. and you know i mean they must have just felt like such idiots at that point uh but he's he's showing them that like you guys you guys have it all wrong like you're not understanding the kingdom of god and i think you know it it goes on with like the the casting out of uh demons you know the the wanting to destroy the samaritans uh, because they've got it wrong and so they're not like us we don't like them we don't like you know all this craziness that they're talking so should Mm. we just bring fire and brimstone down on these people and jesus is saying no that's not that's not the kingdom value like that's not how the kingdom of god operates Mm. um and so i so i kind of see that thread kind of going through this passage and then obviously the you know the the conversation at the end where, um, you know, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And he says, let the, let the dead bury their own dead. And I don't think this is like Jesus saying like, don't ever bury, don't bury your parents. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't, you know, that's a wrong focus. I think he's pointing out that people are trying to enter the kingdom of God, but, but straddle the fence. Mm -hmm. They're trying to have like one foot in the world, one foot in the kingdom of God. I really want to kind of hold on to these things. I, but I, I kind of like what you have to offer as well. And i mean certainly we see a lot of that go on today mm-hmm. in our own culture and so i think jesus is saying you know uh i mean the the parable comes to mind of of the guy that like finds the treasure like and and he goes and and sells everything to to buy that field you know because um when you're when you're looking at the kingdom of God, it's, it's an all or nothing kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, But oftentimes we do treat it as this like one foot in one foot out kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, I think Jesus is rebuking that and saying, this is not following me is not, it's not like a halfway deal.
0: Um, You know, this is an all in or nothing kind of deal. Yeah. We see the heart of man and the heart of God so clearly contrasted here. You know, we, at the beginning of chapter 9 the the apostles are are given the authority of the holy spirit and um you know three of them see the transfiguration hmm. and you know they're they're kind of they're central to the talk of the town like they're seeing people are seeing jesus do all this crazy stuff and they're seeing these apostles right there with them and it clearly uh, generates pride in their hearts, and you know where they're concerned with their personal greatness right. um and you know this village rejects Jesus uh because basically based off of uh, racial prejudice or ethnic prejudice, you know they know that he's set toward Jerusalem and there's like major beef there, and so they don't want to be a stepping stone in that and uh and James and john John saw it. And asked if they could call fire down from heaven to destroy this village. And right. Jesus is like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, he, <laughs> yeah, he turns and rebukes them. And mm. you know, we just see like when even when we are given good gifts, you know, through the Holy Spirit, mm. wisdom and power, we have to be so, you know, cognizant of where that can lead our hearts and or where our can hearts can lead our minds, you know, and, and um, you know, the heart is deceitful and wicked. Right. And so we, we see that so clearly, but then on the, on the contrast, you know, we, we see Jesus, first of all, he, he's has this upside down kingdom. Like you said, the least among you is the one who's great, who, who receives this child in my name. And then, uh, you know, and he, he like rebukes this, like divisive, you know, kind of in these two middle stories that anyone not against you is for you. And then the Samaritan village, um, we, we see this, you know, this mercy and and compassion and and a gentle spirit in Jesus. Mm. And um, you know, I, I just think like, it's something to take and examine um, because like this sort of thing kind of makes me think of the sort of like evangelical celebrity culture where we see people who have like gifts of wisdom and of mm. of preaching or musicality or whatever, mm. and you know I think like subconsciously we we make these judgment calls that like that person is great in the kingdom of god, mm. and you know and sometimes that can be as like tragically wrong as you know sort of like a Robbie Zacharias situation. Mm where we like elevate people above accountability. And uh, you know, that, that mindset right. goes so far that it can actually like be cancerous to the person being elevated. Mm. Um, but I think, you know, even in not as tragic of situations as that, it we just miss the point. And you know, I just think, I like to imagine like in heaven, um, you know, gathered around the throne like jonathan edwards and all these like great theologians and thinkers and Mm. people that are so like elevated in our minds and in our conversations like just stepping aside and making way for these old lowly church ladies Mm. and and, you know homeless people who called on the lord right as they approach the throne and and, you know i I think that the upside down kingdom is such a great image because it's so contrary to how we think uh, but it's so clear that this is the kingdom that Christ is building. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I mean those are those are great thoughts. And I I mean I think I would just end with a, a note on, you know, how how Jesus is at, at the end of this chapter is is telling is talking about the cost of following him and and um you know he says to them, follow me. And that's that's just a phrase that I've latched on to um that being a Christian is following Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is what being a Christian is. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we get lost in the word Christian and it's like so diluted these days. But being a Christian, a true Christian is following Jesus. And so are we kind of one foot in, one foot out, kind of, you know, quote unquote Christians, or are we truly following Jesus? I mean, Mm -hmm. are we trying to carry out the things that we see in scripture and the things that we see in Jesus's ministry? Are are we trying to obey his word? Are we trying to... Live lives of personal purity and holiness before a righteous God, are we um you know are our our relationships in order with both God and you know others mm-hmm. and so um yeah, I mean, I think I'll just leave that as a as a thought to chew on for those listening today you know are you are you truly following Jesus?
0: yep, well, great word from Luke 9 and definitely a lot more to meditate on here and apply to our lives. So go and do that today. For Barrett Fisher, this is Will Carlisle, and tomorrow we'll see you on Our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's word.